Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. Today I'm talking about some shamanic experiences that we had at the Spirit World Center. This is a bit of a new series that we're having and we felt that it would be interesting for people to get snapshots of what it's like to be a shamanic practitioner or otherwise working with the spirits. How do they come through in our lives and through shamanic journeys and other shamanic work and and all the various ways in which you can interact with spirit in your life. So today I thought it would be interesting to talk about the time that I ticked off a dragon spirit. So this was something that happened that really (laughs) made me feel probably one of the most uncomfortable moments in my shamanic career. And of course, everything turned out okay, but it offers a big reminder of certain do's and don'ts when it comes to meeting with certain entities, if you will. So first off, though, I want to quickly talk about what is a dragon in the context of shamanic practice. So when we're talking about dragons, we're not talking about beings that actually existed, okay? We're not talking about the souls of, of, of say, physical dragons, okay? Um, dragons itself, it's this kind of chimera-like being, right? You have the the wings of uh, an eagle or a bat. You have, uh, you have claws and talons of a lion and, you know, the, the tongue of a serpent. You know, there's a lot of different chimera-type combinations, but dragons, they're, they're these, these amazing beings that are these, this combination of traits, okay? But here's the thing about spiritual beings like a dragon, which is that these are, are basically a, a costume that is worn by a spiritual being. We're talking about spiritual beings that don't actually have a physical form, right? We're, we're talking about consciousness that is structured in a certain way, different types of consciousnesses, but they don't have a physical body. They didn't evolve on earth, right? Dragons didn't evolve. They never existed in the physical. They are entirely, okay, spiritual beings. And so when they come across to us, when they interact with us, they appear in our mind's eye. They appear in our shamanic journey. They appear in our psychic sense. And they take on an appearance that is co-created with us, right? They look into you. They look into the person that they're about to interact with. And they look at the, the symbols, the, the spiritual vocabulary that exists within you. And then they present themselves using those symbols. And so... Think about how we play with body language, right? How, how we act with body language. We have our bodies and we move in certain ways to communicate certain things. Well, this is an extreme form of body language, which is that you can, that this being, the spiritual being, can choose what body it's going to pick to present certain things to you, to present certain ideas to you. And in picking certain symbols, it will express itself to you in a very deep way. It's its own innermost essence, right? It has its own innermost essence. It wants to express that to you. So it's going to look within you and find the symbols that mean something to you and use those symbols as its appearance to express 
something very deep to you and something that you aren't just going to feel at the surface, but you're going to feel deep, deep within you, right? This is one reason why dragons are so powerful. You can just feel that primordial energy deep, deep within you when you interact with that, that concept, whether Eastern or Western dragons, you just feel that depth to them. And so this is what's happening with dragons, okay? It's, these are mythical beings. That doesn't mean that they're not real, okay? Mythical does not mean that they're not real. And not being physical doesn't mean that they're not real. Never having been physical or ever in the fossil record doesn't mean that they're not real, okay? We're talking about spiritual beings that are real as spiritual beings and that can then appear to us in particular ways, and those ways are, you know, through symbols and variations in how they appear are because of different people's symbol sets, right? Different spiritual vocabularies, differences that I have from you and you have from another person. Therefore, everyone will see their own dragons. So this is the, the, uh, the idea of what a, a dragon is. Now, long story short... Once upon a time, I was working with Dragon Spirit, and it was the first time that I worked with Dragon. Now, for those of you who uh, don't know, there's a difference between the individual, uh, an individual spirit and a great spirit. Okay, so when people talk about you know having a totem animal, and that totem animal is a fox, right? They're not talking about the spirit of a particular fox, right? A fox that lived and died and now it's a ghost fox. They're not talking about that being watching over them. They're talking about, in essence, this archetypal spirit, this the great spirit of fox, fox spirit. And this fox spirit, this archetypal spirit, basically contains within it all the wisdom of the fox. And in fact, it's the caretaker spirit of that species. And so it, it's, very, it's a very large being to work with, okay? And so in this shamanic journey, I was working with, uh, with dragon spirit. Now, whenever you work with a new spirit, especially a big one, but even small ones, even if it's just spirits of the land, when you first meet them, it is always good just to get to know them, okay? The first time that you meet with a being, don't ask a whole lot of stuff, right? If you were if you were meeting me for the first time and we were just getting acquainted, would you then ask me to help you move next week, right? It's important to make friends just for the sake of friendship. It's important to meet spirits just for the sake of giving love and reverence and getting to know that being. Now, that's not to say that once you make a friend, you can't, at a later date, ask them to help you move. But it is very bad to go out and make friends just because you need movers for next week, right? So it's always very good, okay, on a first meeting with a spirit, just to, to get to know them. Say hi, okay? Now, this was my problem, okay? I was meeting a big spirit, and I had given an offering before the uh, the shamanic journey, right? Just a, you know, a little bit of food left at the altar, right? But it was an offering to dragon spirit. I'd done that. And then I, you know, went into journey space, went into trance and met with a being. And yet, <laughs> I was silly. 
I met with a being and then I just asked it to do so many things in my life. I asked it to empower me. I was excited. I was excited. I was meeting with a dragon spirit, right? But this was not the proper decorum. And one thing I learned about dragon spirit is that they like their decorum. <laughs> they like the proper protocols to be in place. And so I absolutely got a very, um, very forceful and uh, uh, ad admonishment from this being. And I came out of journey space. I came out of the journey and I felt terrible. I was like, I don't know if this being is ever even going to work with me. I mean, I, I turned to Lauva after that and I was like, you know, I, I think I, I really messed up. I, I don't think it's going to want to work with me. Um, I and, and I felt terrible, like I was emotional because I had really loved the idea of dragon energy throughout my entire life. And I felt like I had just messed it up forever. Like there was no way that this being was going to gonna work with me again. And, you know, I, I, I really was like almost... Uh, yeah, I was, I was emotional. So then I got myself together and I went through it all again. I gave the offerings. I went back into the journey and I went to that spirit and I apologized. I apologized and I then just said, I just want to get to know you. I just want to get to know you. And it was good. Everything was fine. And in fact, a big part of what had gone on was him teaching me, the spirit teaching me, teaching me, look, you can't go to these spirits and just ask and ask and ask and take and take and take. That is not the kind of relationships you want to be creating. That's not who you want to be, right? And that's not who they want to work with. You need to work with beings for their own sake for creating this beautiful experience in your life. And yes, good things fall out of that. But you just, you know, <laughs> follow proper decorum, okay? And that was a huge lesson. And that's a lesson that really deeply internalized. And this is something about dragons. This is something about that dragon spirit energy. They are fierce, but they are also incredibly wise. And so <laughs> if any of you are curious about working with dragon spirit, I will absolutely say, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> they are they will help you transform but they might do it in the strictest the sternest or di most disciplined way they also might do it in the scariest way in a way that's really going to shake things up okay so be careful what you ask for uh but they are absolutely amazing for what they do absolutely and that's exactly what he did for me you know it was one of the scariest uh most soul-crushing moments in my shamanic career but it taught me a lot. And that is what dragon spirits will do. So I hope that this was enlightening for people. Uh, everybody have a lovely, lovely day. Lots of love and light. Take care and bye-bye.